This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Welcome back to the Impossible Things Podcast. I am Kyle. And I'm Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hello, Kyle. So today, we're going to talk about being in two places at once. None other. And... The, the posed question is, have you ever thought about how useful it would be if you could be in two places at once? Mm. It may be more possible than becoming the size of an ant. Maybe. So, it may be. So leading. So leading. <laughs> so, Jesse, how are you? I feel I feel great. That's, that's wonderful. I'm We're glad. Back. We're back. Yes. Back with a vengeance. <laughs> Just one vengeance. Only one. We have a sole vengeance between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what's new? Is there any anything anything in the news? I saw I saw something got posted. Oh, on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who would have posted that. Me, me neither. Let's see if I can bring it up here. In short order. This is becoming less short order than. Oh, see the magic of post production, though. <laughs> the magic. Here it comes. Wait for it. Waiting. Wait for it. Waiting. <laughs> I didn't set you up very well for success with this. It's a video, though, right? Um, I, I don't th- think it's even a... I think there's some text underneath it. It's... I can click on the name of the person. Hashem Al-Ghali Gali. It is a video. Daily. It is a video. It's one of those videos that has text in the video. It has lots of text. But it's good. It's it's about... It's about NASA. It's it about not? NASA. The new Starship Ooh. Enterprise. IXS Enterprise. Now, here, here do you think that uh, the influence of the name on the ship is because of the TV show Star Trek? Wouldn't doubt it. It oh, also has a warp drive. So what? That was in Star Trek, right? That, that was, was a, very yes. That was very Star Trek. That was a thing. Was not light the light speed that was uh, from uh, hyperdrive from Star Wars. Didn't they call theirs hyperdrive? No, no, they were light speed. Just light speed. I believe so. But I, it was the hyperdrive was the device. Oh, perhaps yes. Either way, that's. I mean, it's an interesting update. I'll have to go to our Facebook yeah. page and see see the, the warp, post. Warp drive is interesting. If you watch the video, you'll see kind of a that grid-like representation of space-time right, that yeah. we're familiar with. Yep, the folding it, piece of paper type yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's uh, we've discussed this before when we were talking about going like speed, mm-hmm. and uh, so it, it it bends the space-time around the ship. object. Yeah. yeah. So hence it, the name warp. Yeah, warps the warp. space-time continuum. Yeah. It's rather curious. So it's just a proof of, proof of concept. But, I mean, I don't We're, know. It's still a step closer. Progress it's, is progress, it's whether a, it's, it's on paper design. or it doesn't. It doesn't mean that any of this stuff works. Not yet. Yeah. But I know that they, NASA, they, NASA, are working on warp drive, so. Yes. And the, the idea is that this this ship could reach our near, the nearest star, in Alpha weeks. Centauri, in two weeks. That is the Not two weeks from today, but. No, 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 no two but like ten, two weeks from, uh, from liftoff, I suppose. Yeah. So, no suspended animation. While traveling to stars. Nope, nope. just hang out for two weeks. Hang wait, out. wait till you get there. Play poker or whatever. Yeah, poker. That sounds like a great idea. Backgammon. Oh, backgammon. But not badminton. That's N- No, 
You, uh, could, you that, could not play that on the It doesn't ship. look that big. Mm, no. It looks pretty comfortable, but... It does. It does look rather well-sized, but... I mean, it's great. It's beautiful artwork, mm. if nothing else. Even it if is, nothing yes. comes from it, it it's, it's, very, it's a very nice design. So... I enjoyed watching. It is the future in film, so it's like a science fiction movie, but yeah. shorter. Okay, yeah. so getting back to the, uh, the, the topic du jour, being in two places at once. Yep. Wait, what exactly are we talking about? Being two places. It's, it's such a... I mean, if you looked into it, well, no, only a fool would look into this. Only a fool, only a fool wouldn't. Are you sure? Only only fools fall in love. That's probably true. Um, I mean, who who wouldn't want to be two places at once? But it gets so sticky, right? Yeah. So, am I split? Am I physically right? I'm two, but am I like two halves? Am I one or the other? Am I? Is it just a copy of me being in the other place? Hmm. Do I am I gonna have all the the memories and experiences of the other, or is it two separate entities? Or is it two? Is it just like a twin, basically, or right, a clone? Yeah. Hmm. It's rather curious. I I I would be inclined to say that we are discussing it around the the notion that you you are in two places at once, having separate experiences. Yeah. But a shared consciousness, I guess. Sure. Because otherwise, what's the point? You're not benefiting yourself. You're benefiting each right. each other is benefiting each other. They would have to. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? Just right. clone. It's just cloning. Right. And as you know, as benefit as beneficial as cloning could be, mm-hmm. I don't think that that is what we're trying to discuss here. We're trying to discuss one person being in two places yeah, at one time. Yeah, exactly. Which I really feel like. I mean, like you said, it gets sticky. It gets really messy. But like, because like, I can imagine. I think we've ta- I think we talked about it in either the light speed episode or the time travel episode or the teleportation episodes. Probably when it where it was most discussed. But I could imagine an idea scientifically where somebody could appear in two places at once. Because yeah. if you move faster than the speed of light, the way our vision works is that you see the reflection of light off the object. Mm. So if a person was in theory, like if I'm sitting in front of you, and then I faster than the speed of light dart across the street to my neighbor's house. Potentially, you both would see me at the same moment in time. So you're saying you just zip, 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 back Essentially, and forth. like vibrating back and forth. That's probably not a bad description. Kind of like if you like those old movies, the old like like, flip, oh, flip, flip, flip books, flip book. Yeah, completely. That's what I'm like you're not seeing any one, but you're but like both of you are saying is seeing the same me. It's not two different me's. It's the same me. And that being said, despite so other than my back and forth so fast, if I like reach my hand out as I'm moving back and forth really, really fast, both of you are going to see me reach my hand out the same way. I can't like one of me put my hand out and the other one of me like turn around in a circle mm. like that. You know what I mean? Like it's having one, the same conversation. Right, exactly. That's it. I guess you're, you're gathering my yeah. point here is that like you couldn't have separate action by being faster than light. Uh, and you would really just be an apparition at that point. Like, nobody's mm. going to see... A ghost? A ghost, maybe. Mm. I mean, an apparition. I like that. I like that. It's like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to appear to both people, but, like, I'm definitely not going to look... I mean, kind of like what we talked about in the Ant-Man episode, the shrinking, his yeah. running wouldn't look the same. Like, I can only imagine mm, yeah. an object moving and stopping that... moving, uh, Potentially stopping right. and moving that fast in opposite directions. Like, yes. it's going to look like a blur yeah. more than anything, right. you know? Yeah. So... 
Indeed. But that's kind of what I'm talking about, though, is that, like, that is a single entity that is now in two... Like, by... It's only by description that you're in two places at once, really, because, like... It's it's not really useful. You have to define mm. what once means, like, at once means. Like, I'm talking about, like, this particular second of the day, I'm in front of you and in front of my neighbor at the yeah. same time. But in this particular nanosecond, I'm in front of you, but in the next nanosecond, I'm in front of him. <laughs> so it's not really... Like, by all technicalities, please, for goodness sakes. Yeah, I mean, I would is, say don't yell at us, but please do yell at us. What is a point in time? How right. long is the point in and time? how do you define that? Is it the smallest delineation of a of a, a, a division of, a of yes or a moment i guess a nano moment sticky very very completely sticky i mean like i'm inclined to just throw the whole thing out and say it's not possible at all <laughs> but i mean let, let's let's take it to a more practical level and talk about like not a full human being but maybe like a one particular particle like uh, a light particle. Okay. Uh, maybe a photon. A photon. Or electron. Or an electron. I could go for either of those. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's good. Way to steer it towards our research. So, we had both stumbled on the same type of article. Same type, same exact article. Same exact article, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. It's about two physicists. Doctors S. Harash and D. Wineland, who are Nobel laureates in physics. Indeed. They uh, they oh, got they got the prize for doing experiments that everybody thought the, was impossible. The they prize. Were, yeah, they got the prize, the Nobel Prize. Oh, the Nobel. I said they were. I said they were Nobel laureates. I missed it. Ah. I must have been trying to open my. Either way, they got know. the Nobel Prize for uh, in physics. For doing experiments once thought to be impossible. They were studying, one of them was studying an atom hitting a photon, and the other one was studying a photon being hit. Wait, an atom hitting a photon and a photon hitting an atom. Like each of them, essentially, oh, each of them. From two enacted, different ends of the. Yeah, each of them like worked from nice. opposite sides of the problem, but with the same result. There, there was a collision between a photon and an atom. And then a, a collision between two great minds. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> you could have written this article. I could I could have written it, but I, <laughs> but, I but can't apparently can't open read it. it. <laughs> half of it's open, the left half. So, <laughs> oh, so the left half, the, the the not the not useful half. It's so unuseful. So uh, basically, I, the uh, the experiments were meant to prove definitively prove quantum mechanics, and that oh, I, got, I thought quantum I, mechanics. I thought I got a definition of that, but I'm gonna pull it up again. Quantum mechanics, the branch of mechanics that deals with the mathematical description of the motion and interaction of subatomic particle particles, incorporating the concepts of quantiz- quantization, quanti- mm, quantization of energy, wave particle duality, and the uncertainty principle and the correspondence principle. That is quantum mechanics. Yes, it is a study of physics. Here, here, <laughs> quantum mechanics. Oh yeah, We're, there's going to be a little quantum talk. There's quite a quite a bit of quantum. Yeah, there's a, there's a quarry of quantum <laughs> this month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of these premonitions gonna have some quantum stuff in it. Some ghosty quantum ghost, stuff. Ghost quantum quantification quantumfication quantumfication. Oh, oh man, we are just creating all sorts of words here. <laughs> this could get ugly. Oh, it could get. <laughs> I feel like we're there. It's as ugly as it could be. 
Okay. So this this is actually this is so. I'm going to just read this section of the article because it's a pretty good description. In both cases, the experiments verified quantum mechanics. Both cases being, each of them did the uh, did the opposite, mm-hmm. like we just said. One shot a photon with an atom, and one shot an atom with a photon. Um, in both cases, the experiments verified quantum mechanics. So even though Einstein thought that quantum mechanics was quote unquote spooky, Halloween word. Yeah. He was wrong, even at the individual atomic level. He once said that the the more successful quantum mechanics becomes, the sillier it looks. Sounds very, very Einsteinian. Yes. Actually, I read that too, yeah. There are also practical implications of their work. One day soon, silicon power will be exhausted, and Moore's Law, which, uh, as yeah, you know, is the computer power doubles every 18 months, will right. collapse. We're already seeing a slowing down of Moore's Law. If it flattens out entirely, Silicon Valley will be completely pointless. We need a replacement for silicon, which cannot sustain calculations at the atomic level. So this is kind of like the beginning of the next phase of, of uh, quantum com- or the next phase of computing, which is quantum computing. Yeah. And that is that that is kind of what they're saying this solves or I guess this affords us a new way to compute. And if you compute it on a particular atom, like you don't waste any energy or resource like a processing resource from jumping from atom to atom like you do on a typical mm. microchip or something like silicon that. With the, sil- the, the silicon is uh, the conductor, the, right. the act of the conductor conducting of electricity between those two like particles. There's a minute potential for, for um, some latency. So this is uh, the, the idea is, is that if you could process everything in a particular equation, algorithm in one atom, mm-hmm. you're not losing any energy by transmitting to uh, transmitting a thread, yeah. So that's that's the idea. Anyway, that's what that's why I'm I'm a guessing that that is the fundamental reason why they were granted the uh, the Nobel Prize for this. Yeah, sounds plausible to me. This was this was an interesting article. Oh, I, we should mention this was 2013, I believe. This yeah. is when they won. Uh, I just, you know, I thought I saw it in a, I thought I saw it in the article when it said they they won this, but it does not. So, anyway. I still can't read the whole thing, but a lot of good stuff here. And a lot of, a lot of things that didn't really apply to, apply directly to our topic, but are still yeah. pretty interesting. So, this is a good one. Uh, they mentioned Twilight Zone-esque possible yep. possibility of dual universes. Yes. Which is one of the things that always comes up when, when yes. quantum physics or part of the conversation naturally yeah which is yeah which uh, what's the idea of the um, The multiple universes the the multiple universes is that so in some way in some some people say it's like all the same things and people exist Mm -hmm. in all these universes and uh, there's every Every possible choice is being made in in all in a universe. Mm-hmm. So if I choose to come to your house and record a podcast today, yes. that's one universe. And if I choose to not do that today, then that's another one. Right. But if when I stay home, I choose to cook a dinner, that's one. That's a third or a second choice. And then uh-huh. if I choose to take my kids to the park, that's a third. And then on and on, you know, which park? What do they go on? They go down right. the slide, the, they go the, on the swings. The amount of permutations is... Yeah. 
infinite. So there's an infinite number of universes where all of these things are happening. Where everything's possible. It's kind of like Schrodinger's universe. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, if you don't open the universe, it's either there or not. It, no, it's both in Schrodinger's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's all It's all of Sorry, them. Sorry, it's there yeah. and not is it's, what I meant. It's not there and either. not there. Yes. That was right. That's uh, that's that's an interesting... I mean, like, that that is kind of... That's funny because it kind of lends itself to the... the like, as we've talked before, mm-hmm. like, typically we try to find the, like, this is what we're not talking about. Yeah. So, kind of, the multiple universe thing kind of starts leaning towards the uh, the idea of bilocation. Yeah. Which is a much more mystical version of what we're talking about, where it's like, okay, I'm asleep, or I'm meditating in my room, and I bilocate. Oh. I project myself. And out of body. Yes, okay. essentially. I hadn't actually heard that phrase, but that is... Oh, bilocation. It's bilocation. Uh, I started listening to this, uh, it's, a, it's a drama, like a radio drama podcast, a couple of couple months ago i caught like fully caught up on two or three seasons of this mm. but they talk quite a bit about bilocation because they're talking about like you know this creepy guy who's like completely locked up in like a mental a mental uh, mental ward of a prison yeah but somehow he's like going around killing people still even though he's huh. uh anyway it's called the black tapes podcast very mystical very mm. magical okay. uh, but they talk a lot about bilocating in there yeah, as, and then if you look up by location on the internet, the definition you will get is um, it is a psychic or miraculous ability wherein an individual or object is located or appears to be located in two distinct places at the same time. Oh, that is exactly what we're talking about. It is, except for they're talking about it as a, a psychic or like miraculous mm. Action, okay. and we're talking. I, I, th- I feel like we're talking about it more from a scientific, like, practicality. You want your body and your body uh, and your mind to be in one place at the same time, or two know. places at the same time. Yeah, that's that's the way. I, at least that's the way I was viewing it. But not I an out of body experience, right? But I kind of feel like the mul- the multiverse is like the. It, that's the same idea, though. Is that? Yeah. It's like well, you're okay. So you in the alternate universe, you made a different decision to not mm-hmm. come record this podcast. So. Potentially in the other universe, I'm talking to myself, and I'm somewhere else, and you're somewhere Talk else. Two places at once? No, no, that doesn't because you're sense in two. You're in two universes, so it's not you're not and in the same universe in two places. Universe. Yeah, right. That's I'm very and one. You're not the same the, person in the other universe. Once the well, you and I don't start, know each other in one of those universes. Obviously, if there's every possible choice, that's what I'm saying. In one in one of the universes, we've had a major falling out. Oh man, <laughs> possibly one of us has killed the other. There's still time for all of these things. Oh no, <laughs> we've we've not quite lived full lives yet. At least I don't think I have. Please don't kill me. Not in some of the universes you have. Oh, <laughs> probably I have too. I do have to say, at least for the people in this universe listening to this podcast at this moment, yeah. this is this is the definition of pre- uh, premeditation. I just yeah. want you all to know that. In at least one universe, I was part of a a uh, a major recording. Uh, group oh yeah a, a band oh and i died in a plane crash because that's what all the greats do naturally yeah if you're gonna go that's the way to go <laughs> yes my goodness yeah we've derailed this topic yeah i feel like if we were in two places at once we could have this uh fun conversation and record a, a podcast at the same time yeah but since we aren't <laughs> that's right where, do, where does that leave us do we think this is possible at all Gee, it's it's just so i mean what would you even how would you even go about pursuing it well i don't know i mean it just really did like we've been talking about it from like a full person being in two places at once is there any way for anything to be in two places at once all right so did you see well now there's a second uh, 
article that's not loading. Well, I, have a, uh-huh. I, have, I have a third one. Uh-huh. It's something called Einstein Was Right. You can yep, be in two places at once. That is the one. So they was a leading question. I'm there's very sorry. Another, there's another one. Wait, this is the one I was thinking of. It was a leading question because, uh, yes, there is a way for an object to be in two places at once. I have an article that says so. <laughs> there's a machine. It was built by some people. Let's see. Time machine? Oh. No, no. It's a, they, they call it a machine. It's a silver... Silver. It's a sliver of wafer-thin metal. First man-made device to be governed by the mysterious quantum forces that operate at a level of atoms and subatomic particles. Mm. So, let's see here. There's a great Einstein quote in the middle of this article, by the way. Uh, he was... Einstein... Einstein was the first to embrace quantum physics, but later rejected it on the grounds that it made everything unpredictable. And he said, quote, God does not play dice with the universe, unquote. Oh, I've heard that before. It's a, it's a brilliant Einstein quote. I think it's so funny. And I think it just further proves, like, the way his mind worked. It's mm-hmm. just really ridiculous. So uh, let's see here. This little, this little machine, which is just a little sliver of metal, um, they were able to get it to... Oh, come on. They basically got it into a state of what they call quantum motion. Uh, I'm just going to read this paragraph because trying to sum it up is going to be horrible. Okay. So quantum theory dictates that a very tiny thing can absorb energy only in discrete amounts, can never sit perfectly still, and can literally be in two places at once. Uh, this is all by written by Adrian Cho. He's a writer for science. This represents the first time that scientists have demonstrated quantum, demonstrated quantum effects in the motion of a human-made object. It opens up a variety of possibilities ranging from new experiments that meld quantum control over light, electrical currents, and motion to, perhaps someday, tests of the bounds of quantum mechanics on our sense of reality. Nice. Right. So apparently they've, they've made this object vibrate back and forth is what it sounds like. Let's see here. Uh-huh. here here's the, the the mechanics of how they made it happen. Oh. Tiny metal paddle made of semiconductor material just visible to the naked eye. By supercooling this piece of metal to a- just above absolute zero, uh, 273 degrees Celsius, n- minus 273 degrees Celsius, then raising its energy by a single quantum, they made it vibrate by getting thicker and thinner at a frequency of some 6 billion times a second, producing a detectable electrical current. They even managed to get it to vibrate in two energy states at once, both a lot and a little, a phenomenon only allowed by the rules of quantum mechanics. A lot and a little. So basically all they did is they freeze the crap out of this thing, uh-huh. and then when they raise it, when, it, when they raise the energy of it, which I guess energy is just another term for heat, right? Heat would be a form of energy. I suppose. So e- they either, like, electrically charged it or they, like, m- minusculely, because they say by a single quantum, in quotes, as yeah. in we're not going to tell you the exact measurement. <laughs> but it sounds to me like by some, they changed the state of it in its frozen state by just a little bit, and then the thing started vibrating at, like, six billion times, six billion hertz, that's, right? That's a lot of, that's a lot of uh, rotations. Which apparently uh, produced produced electricity. Wow. I mean, like, it's just a transfer of energy, really. That's all it sounds like. But either way, so it just says, but if physicists still haven't achieved a two-places-at-once state with a tiny object like this one, but now they have uh, reached the simplest state of quantum motion, it seems a whole lot more attainable. Well, I, think that's, he's, I think he's wildly optimistic about this. That is. 
that is akin to the research we found for our uh, telepathy article that said you can <laughs> you, you right. can transmit a thought. Oh, I can transmit one thought. Yeah, one letter. Yep. <laughs> That's there and we go. We we vibrated a little tiny piece of metal, a little bit. I guess we're in yeah. two places at once now. Bam. Mind blown. Yeah. Problem solved. It's let's, like end, a, let's end this sucker. It's like a quantum leap. <laughs> a quantum leap. That's horrible. <laughs> so I found an article. Let's which hear it. Is titled "If an electron can be in two places at once, why can't you?" Well, that's slippery slope, but okay. Yeah. Yep. Um. I I must have been kind of sleeping when I read this because I sort of remember sleeping, and now I don't remember any of the article. <laughs> Your brain was in two places at once. It was reading this yeah. article and sleeping. <laughs> Suspended uh, consciousness. It's, uh, four, it's four pages long. My goodness. It, no. It's four pages long? That's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got it open. Okay. If an electron can be in two places at once, why can't you? It's from the 2005 issue of... What is it called? What is it called? Science for the Curious Discover. Discover. Science for the Curious? Discover. Hmm. It's anyway, amazing. It's an interview with uh, Roger Penrose. Knight of the Realm, Emeritus Rouse Ball, <laughs> yeah. professor of mathematics at Oxford University. I mean, if this guy doesn't know, seriously, then just forget about it. Nobody does. He basically says you can't because we're not electrons. For such tiny objects, the world is governed by a madhouse set of physical laws known as quantum mechanics. At that side range, every bit of matter and energy exists in a state of blurry flux, allowing it to occupy not just two locations, but an infinite number of them simultaneously. The world follows a different set of rules. The world we see, blah, blah, blah. It just says the same thing again. Why don't, why don't we see quantum effects in everyday life? Why can't Penrose made of quantum? Oh, okay, they say he's, he wants to be inside doing the interview, but he keeps on thinking his car is going to get towed, so he keeps going out. And they're like, he wants to be out there watching his car and in here doing the interview. <laughs> that is ridiculous. But he's kind of said the same thing Einstein says. If you just follow the equations, you get a mess, so we have to ask what leads to this world. <laughs> uh but yeah, he he just says that that on that on the subatomic level, there's just a whole different set of rules, quantum mechanics, that uh -huh. don't apply, at our size range. Hmm. That's his that's his take on it. Well, but I mean, he's, he is seventy three, so yeah, right. This is a very interesting article, though. It, you, it's definitely worth it's worth reading if you're at all curious about these things. Like he talks about. He tries to explain it several different ways. He breaks a piece mm. of chalk in half and then, like, literally loses his thought yeah. <laughs> mid-sentence. Uh, he sounds like one of those super brilliant guys. Who, but just, like, super... Yeah. Like, he sounds a lot like Einstein. He was brilliant, but he was hilarious <laughs> because pe people thought he was crazy. But he wasn't really crazy. He just was a little bit off. He's just thinking in such a different... He's thinking in a different, different universe. Level. Yeah. I mean, okay. different realm. Yeah. I mean, different plane i like it i like all those <laughs> they're well, all very in, every, apt, in the multiverse they're all true so that's fine metaphors <laughs> i mean he's just not thinking about things the way we are and it's very it's very, like i mean you can really lend yourself to some superstition with this though because it's one of those things where it's like 
you wonder like if somebody has cracked this code or time oh. travel or yeah. uh, or teleportation, and if you really did crack it, would you really ever tell anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, why would you want to? And so, like, you, you kind of think of it as one of those things where it's like, I swear I saw a guy in the background of this photo, this picture uh-huh. from 1910 wearing Oakley sunglasses and uh-huh. holding an iPhone. And you're like, no. <laughs> it's superstitious, though, because you're like, oh, it's all been a, it's all a lie. It's a conspiracy. Oh, conspiracies. But they, I mean, it really leads to our spooky October set of episodes. Yeah. Or at least that's how I'm extrapolating this. Ooh, being two places at once. Ooh, by location. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Enough of that spooky spookiness. Jesse, do you think this is possible currently? Uh, uh, currently? Mm, no. I'm. Do you think this will ever be possible? That. You see, all this, all this uh, quantum mechanics is so... I guess this quantum machine mm-hmm. that we've seen built is kind of the first, at least that I've heard of, the first attempt at actually using quantum mechanics laws okay. for anything practical. Yeah. And practical, I mean just any device that we can see and, and touch. Yeah. Uh, not to say that the device does something because it doesn't sound like it actually, they just got it to vibrate. It doesn't. Right. Like there's no practical purpose. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the the best practical purpose they've come up with for any any sort of solution to this being two places in once thing is the computing at a microscopic mm, level, yeah, atomic level. That would be pretty useful, I suppose. So, yeah, can blow Moore's law. So that's the right answer out. is no. You don't think this I is don't possible. think so. And I I, I kind of like what Penrose says, and you know that's that's fine for 